Today's Ministry of Truth is brought to you by Marvel. <laughs> we have actually it's a two-parter honestly we got yeah. part one davis i know you got this the mcufication of lord of the rings davis give us the rundown give us your thoughts i know you've got some great ones so i was on twitter as as you do i love twitter's pretty fun twitter is hilarious like i like i'm on twitter more than instagram now because twitter's actually funny I instagram's agree. just kind of boring now that's yeah but I saw this tweet where it was like, uh, Netflix proposed to the Tolkien family. HBO. That, wait, no. Wait, oh, no, wait. It was Netflix. There was a Netflix. The one, I, the one I sent you was Netflix. They proposed to the Tolkien, like, uh, estate is the right word, um, that they make, like, a Marvel-esque version of Lord of the Rings, and they were just appalled at the idea, which I would be too. Just, like, they make, like, spinoff shows for Gandalf, and, like, oh, my God, it would have been terrible. So they pitched it. HBO and Netflix both made pitches to um the to the Tolkien estate before Amazon got, landed the rights. It took a Marvel approach that freaked out the estate, according to the Hollywood Reporter. HBO also pitched uh, the estate on a TV series, essentially remaking the film trilogy, which they said no to that. Why would you do that? Including a Gandalf show and an Aragorn oh series. Oh my god! This is so like this is what Marvel's done. This is what Disney has done to media. Wow. <laughs> everybody's jumping everybody's jumping for the like the hot um oh what's the word? Um um properties. Like the ones that can make money and they're trying to make like so many shows, so many spin-off shows to explain, oh, more lore that you don't need. But now you feel like you people feel like they do need it because Marvel gives it all to them. And but I don't know every single thing about this character. I don't know how they got their name. I don't know where they why they hold that staff like that. That's we why. Have that's to watch why. Show that's why it. I don't like Solo. I was about to. My name's uh, Han. I'm by myself. Solo. And here's why I have. Why this hero? This is why I wear this shirt. This is a litmus test for Jack when he texts me. Hey, I like Solo. Later on. This is why I wear these shoes. Okay. Okay. So Netflix. Imagine if they made oh. like. Go ahead, Davis. Let Imagine if they made an origin story for me where they're like, why does Davis wear those glasses? Who cares? <laughs> like, why do you need to know that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's why, why Davis' hair is curly. Why does Davis wear that shirt? Episode one, Davis walks in thrift store, picks up shirt, walks out. Yeah, I like this. Episode one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> why does Davis quote Simon all the time? Episode of you and Jack just sitting on the couch watching an episode. Oh, this is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd like to know about it. Oh, it's a good quote. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it is a good quote. That's from the Jiffy Park. I no Davis, I That's I, what I'd like to oh know about goodness. it. So here That's like, no no, that's actually the, the muffin top one. Top of as, muffin to you. As the stores goes, Netflix took that approach and the Tolkien estate was freaked out. HBO Max just wanted to retell, but apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the Tolkien family did not want to rehash good. the familiar territory. Shout out also for what it's worth, the Tolkien estate had a rocky relationship with the lore itself. They were very upset with the actual original trilogy, according to one report from, I believe, Tolkien's son. Let me let me look this up if I can. Can you give me a second, Davis? Why you you got any more thoughts on this? Mm, um, I don't like Disney. How about that? So okay, here it is right now. Um, I'm looking at it. Where is it? You find it? No. There was apparently an issue 
with the Tolkien estate because one of Tolkien's children, who I believe was in charge of it, I can't find his name on here. They were not happy with the uh, the Peter Jackson trilogy because apparently they dumbed it down the series to an action trilogy for 15 to 25-year-olds. But I think those movies are awesome, by the way. I don't feel like it is an action. I mean, like, it's action-oriented, but, like, it tells... I guess I haven't read the books. It's Christopher Tolkien. That was his name. Son of J.R.R. Tolkien. Has passions his like for Peter, uh, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy, according to an article in Screen Rant, and dubbed into a few things like that, among other, other things. Let me see if I can get you the quote. 15 to 25. No, give me, give me that. I can't. Oh wait. So, so in, in speaking to Lamont back, he launched a stinging criticism. Tolkien has become a monster, devoured by his own popularity and absorbed into the absurdity of our time. The chasm between the beauty and seriousness of the work and what it has become has overwhelmed me. The commercialization has reduced the aesthetic and philo- philosophical impact of the creation to nothing. There was only one solution for me to turn my head away. They eviscerated the book by making it an action movie for young people aged 15 to 25. Now. In fairness... I don't really entirely disagree with all that. You think the original trilogy is that? No. I mean, like, just... That's his, what he's talking just about. Just talking about the commercialization of it. Like, I don't disagree with that. But he's think. talking about the original trilogy specifically. I know. There. I know. Right. I, I I love those movies. They're great movies. But, like, I think... I feel like if you... I mean, I've not read the books I don't myself. know if I really disagree with what he's saying. That's I'm, I don't know if I dis... I don't know if I agree with the action part. But, like, I could see how Hollywood would do that. It, it, I mean, it, it ha- does that now it, all the it time. Does, it does that with quite a few of IPs and topics there. But yeah, this is the MCUification. This brings us to a second point, Dave, unless you have any final thoughts on mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. This relates to a conversation we actually had in the bullpen about She-Hulk. So She-Hulk, as you know, out on Disney Plus right now, very controversial for a lot of the wrong reasons because a lot of incels are mad that they're making the, the, the show has memes about the incels themselves. But, you know, maybe just don't be an incel. Anyway. I agree. Um... One of the great, one of the big shifts that Marvel Marvel has had a huge effect on not just the industry but film discourse, and I think that's where you and I see a lot of it more than anything. Because we're not in the industry, we can't really say. We also with studios like studios like A twenty four can find the movies we're still looking for, even if they're not as mainstream as they once were. Either way, that that aside, discourse has changed drastically over the last ten years so far to the point where now. The term taking something seriously means something totally different from 10 years ago because now if you say anything negative about She-Hulk or about the the series, they'll say, oh, you're not supposed to be – you're taking it seriously. It's a comedy. Davis, oh when did God. taking it seriously mean criticism? Because I'll say this right now, Davis. You know I love some stupid movies. We've talked about this at length. He does love some Armageddon, stupid Armageddon, the Sharknado movies. I do love them. They're hilarious. But I also can be critical of the last movie in that series because it's awful, by the way. It is it is actually bad by comparison to the previous installments. And that doesn't mean that, oh, I'm taking it seriously. I'm enjoying it. But you can recognize when there are criticism. Just because something is a comedy does not mean it's immune to flaw. And it, there are bad comedies out there all the time. Sherlock, the uh, Holmes and Watson. Yeah, bad comedy. They're, they're I'm like think of some other ones. What, like what do you what do you think has caused this and why like. Which is what? What are your thoughts on this? Because this this conversation in the bullpen made me think about it. Because I was like, when did criticism become taking something seriously? I don't know if I can point to one thing that caused. I feel like maybe in the internet, in a way. <laughs> in a way. I'm trying. Like, I feel like I don't want to blame it all on Marvel, which I do a lot. So like, I. I don't know. I really don't know. Like it's it's an issue. I feel like I feel like 
you should be allowed to criticize anything for for any for if it has a criticism a valid criticism like just like i don't know i i really i i can't even formulate the words to you i know you're frustrated by it i can see it yeah cuz like you 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 face a like lot Mar- with thor yeah. because oh the great thing with thor is oh it's a comedy it's not meant to be taken that seriously i feel like maybe we're just on twitter too much could be i mean davis I, I, Davis, I heard the conversation in Weagle is why I brought oh, that, it up. Did someone say that here? Somebody, somebody said, "Oh, you're it's you're, it's not supposed to take it seriously," is what they said, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you. I didn't know you meant That's you heard it that, in person." No, I, I, they were having a discussion. I swear I heard that, and it just like I don't remember honestly. Yeah. I wasn't. I was like on my phone. And I just overheard it, and I was like, "I would have like my head would have gone off and be like, <laughs> it was what? <laughs> it was in the bullpen. I would have turned it into Terminator. I, if I heard who, that because they were talking about Shield, and I was like, "Oh, it's coming. It's not that serious or whatever." I'm like, "That's not the point." Like Seinfeld is not that serious, but, but Seinfeld's what? awesome. It, that, but there are terrible episodes of Seinfeld. The Maid, not a good episode. SpongeBob, first Puerto Rican Day, not a good episode. Just like we talk about SpongeBob, SpongeBob is the least serious show I think I've ever seen, as are most cartoons. But it's still a, it's still it's good. good. It's much better but than there's Camp bad Coral. Episodes too. Two, there is, and it's like I don't. It's just so annoying because like, like when that just is honestly to me, it is a very condescending reply to criticism. Is oh, you're just taking it seriously? No, I feel like no. You're, you you sh- you you take every you should be you should take everything seriously. Like yes, not like not like in a grim manner. You're not supposed to be like this isn't funny. Yeah, and, and but like I, you're and, like you watch it. And you're just not. I don't. I, and obviously there is a. How difference. do you not take something seriously? There is a difference between Seven and Seinfeld, or Seven and an, and a Will Ferrell comedy that we will never compare because those movies are not the same. 